You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, guys? Once again, we're back, and you know I have a bone to pick today, Kevin. I really do. Not only with you and, you know, your predictions and all, but... What did I predict wrong, even? It's just, you know, you said that we're at the beginning of the year. I think I can find it. I think it was episode seven or eight, I want to say, where you said that there's no way the season gets turned around and Bobby Hurley this, Bobby Hurley that. Well, that's seven straight for the Sun Devils, Kevin. But that's not even the bone I want to pick. You know the bone I want to pick? How is Arizona State not in the top 25 for basketball? We've won seven straight, two ranked opponents. I mean, a quality road wins. Come on. What, what more can the Sun Devils do? We are in first place in the Pac-12. Like, what more could we have done? Maybe, maybe you, a realist, I'm a little too fandom. Maybe, I, maybe I'm a little biased, but I'm getting a little angry here because, I mean, come on. We're 19-8 and eight on a seven-game winning streak. We're the hottest team in the Pac-12. Why not? Why not number 25? Well, I, I'll start off this by saying I think we should be in the top 25. But just to play devil's advocate, if I were on the AP committee, you know, um, the reason we're not in the top 25, I think, is because we only beat Oregon State by one at home. I think if we were able to beat them by double digits and kind of dominate that game like we should have, um, I think we'd be in the top 25. Because we were very, we were 26, basically. We were very close. Yeah. We had the most votes outside of the top 25. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's the reason why. I mean, I look at this, though, and you just look at our last five wins. We beat USC. We beat Stanford. We beat Cal. Stanford and Cal were both away games, and we won those by pretty comfortable margins, you know, five, and you, both five-point wins. That's a pretty, you know, solid win, especially on the road. You beat Oregon by five at home. You know, so what? That Oregon State team, they're above 500. They're a good team. I don't know. I look at the committee, and I think that – the committee tends to play favorites. Realistically, I feel like if you were once in the top 25 and you fell out, you get back in there much easier. Because I'm, I think we're right now playing like a top 25 team. I mean, our seven straight wins show it. We're averaging 73.7 points a game. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, if we win these games upcoming this weekend and tonight, um, there's no reason we should not be in the top 25. If we're not in the top 25 after winning both games this week, then I will raise hell. With the AP. You see, and that's the thing, though. Now we're in an even tougher situation because we're playing the second hottest team in the Pac-12 in UCLA, who's won five straight, and we're traveling down to UCLA. That game's tonight. Um, but I just look at that, and I'm like, really, guys? Like, oh, What do we have to win, nine straight in order to get into the top 25? Come on, that's a, that's a little much. It's yeah. disrespectful. Yeah, we have to be a 21-win team just to be number 25 in the nation. Mm-hmm. I mean, heck, if we win these next two games, I think we should be top 18 because... I already think we should have been in the top 25. So nine straight wins, 21-8 and eight would be our record. We'd be 12-4 and four in the conference. Come on. These would be huge wins, especially if we win tonight on Thursday uh, at UCLA because they're, they're balling right now as well. They're kind of in a similar situation that we're in right now. They're on a hot streak. They've beaten some good teams. They just won at Arizona. Or actually, they won at Arizona a few weeks ago. And then they beat Colorado, though, which had been – the top of the Pac-12 the whole entire year. 
Um, and yeah, it's gonna be an exciting game tonight for sure. And we got to tip our hats over to UCLA for beating Colorado because that put us in first place in first. Pac-12. Yeah. yeah. And who would have thought, you know, with what two weeks left of basketball, that we would be even fathoming being in the championship, the Pac-12 championship, like conversation. But you know, I'm not a betting man because betting is illegal in the state of Arizona. But yeah. if I were a betting man and betting were legal, I would pound the spread. ASU is the underdog going to pound play money UCLA. Line. Oh, money line. yeah, pound money line. The spread is plus three. Uh, the money line is plus one forty. And I think Arizona State's going to win this game, not only because we've been st- unbeatable of late, you know, just been like on absolute fire, but because our team kind of has found our identity. You know, we have the bench scoring in um, Alonzo Verge Jr. Six man of the year in the Pac-12. Of course, that's that's a given. Lock it in. Yeah, come on, just go ahead, lock that. And you know, maybe Pac-12 Player of the Year in Remy Martin. I mean. Only that little chump from Oregon is the only guy who's going to be competing for that. But um, not only that, I think this team is just as fired up as we are for not being ranked. Uh, And I think that they're going to come into UCLA and they're going to prove something. So I have ASU winning by, I'd say, eight. Yeah, I mean, they have really, really balanced scoring on the whole team. Uh, I mean, if you just look at the numbers for points-wise, their highest uh, points per game leader is averaging 13. Um, and, I mean, if you look down the rest of the starting five, it's all around eight, nine. Uh, it's much more balanced scoring than ASU is used to and really the Pac-12 is used to. The Pac-12 tends to have, like, a guy that can just take over games. Uh, but this is a really different look than ASU is used to, especially in the past few games, uh, playing Oregon and Oregon State, who have stars, basically. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to have to be good defense all around, not just Remy trying to lock down their best player, or Kamani trying to play their best player. I mean, it'll it'll be interesting to see, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you just look at the stats next to each other. ASU averaging 73.7 points a game, UCLA uh, 69.9. You look at the points against, ASU has 69.4 points, UCLA 67.5. So, you know, this is going to be a defensive game because Mm -hmm. that's what UCLA does. They're they're a long team. You know what team they kind of remind me of that a lot of people back home may not agree with, but... If I had to compare this UCLA team uh, to an NBA team, I would compare them to the Thunder, the Oklahoma City Thunder. You know, they run with the, the three guards. They have their center, or honestly, their forward, and uh, Cody Riley, who's just cleaning the glass. You know, their leading rebounder, Jalen Hill. Uh, I mean, these are just—it's like the Thunder's mold. You know, they have a smart guard and Chris Smith, and that's just what they do. Yeah, I mean, they're not a great three-point shooting team either. A lot of their baskets are kind of come from uh, inside. Or mid-range game. I mean, as a team, they're shooting 32%. Uh, and their starting five does not shoot well from three at all. Uh, only one person's above 30 and a half. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, they're they're a very sound defensive team. Mick Cronin's a great coach. I loved him for a while at Cincinnati. Uh, and he's done a really great job at UCLA this year. Yeah, I mean, and uh, one thing that's going to have to come down, we got to pass the ball. I understand we're ISO you, you know, ASU's guard you. We run a lot of ISO ball with uh, ISO Zoe is actually what they've been calling Alonzo Verge yeah. Jr. And so I'm all for that, but, you know, this is a team that is, uh, UCLA is a team that works the ball around. I mean, they're going to make us move, and they're going to be moving the whole time. So we got to play kind of to their game, honestly, in order to mm-hmm. keep up with the pace, because if not, we're going to get gassed. And it's just going to be a lot of subs. And, uh, you know, a little fun fact, we are undefeated ever since Mickey came back. 
Get out of town. I'm not kidding you. 7-0. He's been back for seven games, and we have refused to lose with him on the court. He plays some good defense. He does. You know, the st- the, the stat line's not going to show. He he's not going to drop 20. On the, on the stats, yeah. Yeah, he's not going to drop 20 on you. Uh, you know, he's not going to get 10 rebounds. He's not going to get 10 assists, but he'll lock up your favorite player. Yeah. He will. And he'll hit a few threes, you know? Yeah. Hit a few threes. And there's not much you can ask for out of that, but... um. And he will hustle, and that's what our team's been built on hustling. I compared them, I compared UCLA to the, the Thunder, and honestly, again, this is just a comparison. Obviously, I'm not saying we're even near as good as this team, but our sort of scheme reminds me of the Houston Rockets. You know, we have a point general, solid ISO ball, yeah, so. solid ISO ball. We're small, you know. Ramelo White's kind of our biggest guy, and uh, I would say that's like their... I can see Remy, Rob. And Russell and James right there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Same type of team right there. Same you know? type of team. Explosive point guard and just a shooting guard that can score basically at will anywhere, which is Rob Edwards. Uh, and then the energy man, which is Remy Martin. It's actually a pretty good, pretty good comparison there. Yeah, and not to mention, you know, Harden's Sun Devil for life. Mm-hmm. So that, that helps, obviously. And, oh, look at that. Russ is a Bruin. And, oh, wow. And he plays to our scheme, you know. It's... It's going to be a fun one. Uh, I have us winning, I'd say, uh, 73 to 64. It's going to come down to free throws. It's going to be a lot closer than that, the game itself. But, you know, once the free throws start coming, and we're good down the stretch, uh, we have a tendency to not give up leads, of late at least, these past seven games. Because especially that Oregon game, there was times where I thought it was over. Oregon State game, we just kind of kept them as arm's reach the entire time, even though at the end nearly probably took five years off my life from all that stress. But... Yeah, I have us winning, you know, uh, pretty comfortable fashion, about nine points. But it's going to come down to free throws, and it's going to come down to glass cleaning. Romello White versus Cody Riley. I'm going 69-65, Sun Devils. Low-scoring game, uh, a lot of defense in this game. And, yeah, we're going to come out on top. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking about it earlier. I'm kind of glad that we're not ranked this week, you know, because mm-hmm. it seems to be ASU football and ASU basketball's tendency to when they get ranked to kind of take their foot off the pedal a little bit. And so now I think they're going to keep their foot on that pedal and try to get ranked. Uh, so, yeah, I was kind of happy that they're not going to be complacent with this week after this because this is a tough week for ASU. Yeah, and the month of February was great to us. I mean, we didn't lose a single game in February. So this is our last game. Actually, we have one on the 29th as well. We play a back-to-back, UCLA, USC. But, you know, February's been Sun Devil month, so let's hope that they go out there and get the win. Yeah. Because this is the, this, is the, this next two days – or next three days, I guess it is, because Thursday and Saturday game. Um, it's the biggest stretch in ASU's schedule this year. If we win these next two games on the road, it will solidify us as one of the top 20 teams in the country, I think. Yeah, here's the thing. We're, right now, we are a good team. Like, There's no argument there. You look at our record. You look at the way we've played. You look at the teams we've beaten. You just look at the talent. We are a good team. If we win these next two games, we're a great team because this is just now nine straight. No one just just hot for nine games. Yeah. Sure, you could be hot maybe for five. I still think seven's plenty, but um, you're not just going to be hot for nine games. You know that's just being a a great team in total. And again, that's a 21 win season with like to end the season. So you know I keep hearing the haters. You know, oh you guys are just getting hot right now. You this is a fluke right now. You guys aren't going to make any noise in the tournament. You guys aren't even going to make it to the tournament. And winning these next two games will just shut up those haters and put them in their place and put ASU in their place, too. Yeah, and I just can't wait to be able to go, shh, yep. shh, to 
the rest of the Pac-12. Because and shake my keys in their face. Yeah, of course. That's what I'm planning on doing. You know, I know Kevin and I are going to be watching this game. It's on the Pac-12 network, and you're going to hear a lot of this. Yeah. yeah. It's Key City over here. And, oh, please, Rally Grandpa, wherever you are, be you watching the game. The Bongo King. I hope the 942 crew took him out on their bus ride. They Honestly, we I would pay. I would pitch some of my own money. My own birthday money, Kevin, just oh, yeah. to get him out there. Brian's birthday's coming up tomorrow. He's yes. getting older. And all yeah. I all I want for my birthday is an ASU win. Back to back ASU wins. You know. And I think they got the message. I think they heard that Bradley for his birthday wants an ASU win. That's all he wants. And I think they're really gonna win that one for you tomorrow. I do you know what's weird is I think so too. I really do. And that's why I have been saying pound the money line plus mm-hmm. one forty. You got ASU plus three if you want to throw them in your parlay. I'd pound that all day because they're I motivated. think... motivated. They're playing to get yeah. ranked. They're playing in L.A. And they're playing for Bradley's birthday. You know, that, I mean, that's the perfect storm. It's a trifecta. Right it really there. is. Yeah, the perfect storm. I, I don't see how they wouldn't win this game with so much on the line, so much so much to gain, and so much to lose with this loss. Yep. Because if we lose, the committee's just going to be like, yeah, you lost to a 15-11 team. I don't know what to tell you. Like, obviously, you're not a top 25 team. But if we win, all of a sudden the committee's, you know, moving in their chair a little bit, kind of hoping we lose to USC. And then I think if we beat UCLA, we're going to come out and beat USC. And then it's going to be a little bit of a, okay, we got it wrong, ASU. It's time to show you the respect you deserve because we do deserve it. Like, yeah. it's, it's bogus. Well, UCLA at, what, 17-11 right now? Yeah. I mean, they're right now they're playing better than a 17-11 team, just like we're playing better than a nine, 19 and 18 right now. I mean, they're on fire right now. They're getting a lot of buzz around the March Madness bracket. They're on the bubble right now. Uh, so they're playing They're playing for a lot right now. They're playing to get into the tournament. I mean, ASU's kind of solidified their spot almost. I heard uh, Joe Lenari said we have about an 85% chance to make it right now. As long as we don't um, lose out, we're in, yeah, basically. basically. He said as long as you don't have any bad losses, we're in. Uh, but, yeah, now I see... I see UCLA is going to definitely come out strong. I mean, Thursday night game, place is probably going to be pretty busy. Uh, yeah, but I'm a little worried, but not too worried. We'll win this game, I think. Oh, it's going to be a nail-biter. And, uh, again, it's going to take more years off my life just from the stress. But, I mean, we beat Oregon State by one. It's going to be another one of those grind-out games. I mean, ESPN is confused as well. They have UCLA as a 50.7% chance to win. And the ASU is obviously a 49.3% chance to win. And I don't see it that close very often. Yeah, they're confused. But, uh, I mean, yeah, this is just a game that we've got to win. We've got to win this game just to, you know, stick it to the the committee who didn't put us in there. Yeah, I mean, and right now we're half a game up on the the rest of the Pac-12. Including UCLA. Yeah. Uh, So if we can win this game, we'll separate ourselves from the rest of them, hopefully. Definitely put ourselves a game and a half for the UCLA. I'm not sure really what Colorado and Oregon are doing tonight. Uh, I'm assuming they'll have a game tonight. Uh, or maybe they played this week already, but they'll definitely have one Saturday. And, yeah, if we win this game, that'll just inch us closer to being the regular season Pac-12 champions, which, I mean, that would be that would be insane. That would be the craziest thing that's ever happened to me at ASU so far. That and the Michigan State win when we beat – them back-to-back seasons. I mean, we, I just yeah, love I mean, bringing that true. up. I just got to bring it up again. But uh, Colorado actually plays in Cal tonight, and Oregon plays at home against Oregon State, and they have Boulder as a eight and a half point favorite and Oregon as a ten point favorite. But I don't know. Oregon State took the last one, 
Uh, that's but true. they're heading to Eugene, so you know that's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of mess. But what I really don't like looking at these rankings is Colorado lost, and they didn't move at all in the rankings, and they've always been kind of you know they went from eighteen to twenty one. So you yeah, know. I mean, and we we've never won a Pac twelve regular season championship. So I mean, it will just mean so much for ASU, the program, Bobby Hurley's recruiting. And the city of Tempe, obviously. I mean, the place is going to be buzzing if we win. And, yeah, it would mean a lot if we won the Pac-12 championship regular season. Yeah, I mean, that would be – that's actually the best gift I could have asked for. I mean, yeah, Oregon didn't, Oregon lost to us, obviously. They did beat uh, the boys down south by one, and they didn't move in the rankings. I don't know. I'm, I'm still a little hurt, obviously, you can tell. I keep going back to that. I think we should be ranked. And uh, I would say we are going to be ranked at some point this year, just because. You know, I think if I we, think I will wake up Monday morning and we will be ranked. When I'm in my videography class Monday morning, and I check the AP poll, I think I'll see ASU there at 19. See, you're gonna be in your early morning class. I'll be just getting out of bed, and I expect a text saying we did it. ASU is yeah. in the top 25. I I think so too. I'll send that text to you. I can't wait. And going back to the UCLA game, Kevin. What's the keys? We talked a little bit about moving the ball. I kind of touched on that. We're going to get tired if we keep running the ISO ball. Um, but who's, like, your key player? Key player, I would say, is Rob. Uh, I mean, he really can create his own shot. And Rob and Remy, our guards, our starting guards, going to be the most important players because I feel it's going to be really important to play with pace in this game. Even off a made basket from UCLA, I think we should really push the ball. Uh, don't let UCLA get set in their defensive uh, sets and yeah, we just need to push the ball. I agree with you. I mean, I think obviously those are two X factors in any game we play. But I'm really looking, you know, for my boy, my favorite player on the team. I always bring him up. Who do you think it is, Kevin? Romello White. Romello White, Mr. Boards. All he does is just get rebounds, and you can tell when he's not on the court. I mean, he's averaging like 9.6 rebounds a game. So he's, he's been balling recently. Yeah, he's just been he's been the man. Uh, he's been a man down there, and he's been the men amongst boys. Yeah. Honestly, it looks like. Excuse me, he's averaging nine point two rebounds. Um, but I think it comes down to him and ISO Verge or ISO Zo, you know, because w- he's going to run ISO ball. That's that's what he does, you know. Mm-hmm. Joe Johnson did in the NBA ISO Joe. I mean, that's just some people's playing style. Yep. But um, if he's hot and he continues this twenty point tear that he's been on these last seven games, then. I don't see how they're going to be able to stop our three-headed guard monster of Remy, Rob, and Alonzo. Yeah, now that you say that, I kind of agree. It's, it's all the pace is important, but I also think our bench will be really important because uh, that's where I think we have a major leg up on UCLA. Actually, uh, their bench is not very good. We have a pretty good bench. I mean, Verge, obviously, Jalen House, um, Khalil, uh, and yeah. I think that our be- our bench scoring will actually be the difference in this. I think we'll score more on the bench, and we'll play a better defense on the bench. Uh, yeah. And, and I think the starting five are kind of even right now. Yeah, I could I could agree with that. I mean, you look at it, our bench, we got Khalid Thomas, Jalen Graham. You know, these are all people who are going to play throughout the game, Jalen House and Alonzo Verge Jr. These are things we have to do. I mean, they've been showing up, and that's honestly been the difference in the stretch. So, Romello... Go ahead, do your thing. Go get the cool 15-7 and seven like you did last time. You know, get up there with the boards. 
continue to refuse to let people to back you down because I don't think uh, maybe twice all year against some of Oregon's, you know, six, ten, seven footers. I've seen them maybe back him down once. But, uh, yeah, you know. Is Jamal Wood the next Embiid? You know, no, uh, just based on sizing. Next Boban. But the next <laughs> Boban, maybe, you know. But you know what Newton's Law is? An object at rest tends to stay in rest unless acted upon by an outside force. And there's no outside force that can move Romello White. So what he's an object when, that's going to stay in rest the whole time. What happens when an immovable object meets an unstoppable force? That's Romello White. It's not going anywhere. He's staying there, and sure, I'll take a charge. That'd be cool. And I'll take an offensive. You know, that's how Pritchard fouled out. Just couldn't stop with the offensives. And then that's just kind of the name of the game. So I'm looking for Romello White to be cleaning the glass, you know, uh, averaging 2.8 offensive rebounds a game. He's going to clean up the offensive boards, get some putbacks, get to the line. Not that bad of a free throw shooter. And I think he's going to be the difference in this game. As always, my favorite player on the team. I don't think we'd be half the team we are now without him. So tip my hat to you. That's true. That's true. He's very important. Yeah. And that's all we got for today. We'll see you guys next week. And hopefully we'll be talking about a ranked ASU team. We will be. We will be. Yeah. I mean, we said that last week just because, you know, we got screwed over again. But... No worries. We've been here before. We know what it's like to be a Sun Devil. As much as we love it, it is frustrating at times. But uh, we'll see you next week in the top 25.